It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From 12 floors up in an undisclosed location in Oklahoma City, this is the Locked On Thunder podcast, and I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thank you so much for making us a part of your weekend. Hopefully, you are someplace nice and cool and enjoying many alcoholic beverages responsibly, though. And here in Oklahoma City, hey, if we're lucky, in November and it gets on the ballot, we might be able to indulge the same way Colorado, Washington State, California, and Oregon are indulging with the whole, hey, recreational marijuana, which I'm all for. I'm just going to say right now, I'm all for it. And if you can vote in the state of Oklahoma, I say go for it. Sign the petition. We got medical marijuana. Let's just take that extra step forward because, hey, It can't hurt in the pursuit of free agents, right? I mean, I'm only thinking of the Oklahoma City Thunder here. If we get pot in Oklahoma to be used for recreational purposes, it makes the state that much more attractive. My opinion, I think if I'm an NBA player, I'd want to play in a place where they were a little bit more liberal with their laws. But that's just me. Anyway, um, speaking of nice and cool, it should be nice and cool here in Oklahoma City for the next few days so if you're someplace where it's hot come join us for the weekend and uh, get yourself cooled down all right on today's podcast we're going to talk about paul george who likes the state of oklahoma and why that can't do anything but help the oklahoma city thunder not just now but in future endeavors in getting free agents and i'm going to explain why what lebron did while it seems like a great idea to go to the major metropolitan area for the basketball afterlife. Well, you don't necessarily have to do that now. So we'll get into that with Paul George. That's segment number one. Segment number two, I'm going to play PR person for Kevin Durant. He obviously would like us to see him a certain way. We're just not grasping it. What am I going to tell Kevin Durant to do? What am I going to tell Kevin Durant to say since he wants to be seen a certain way and we just... 
we, the public, just don't seem to get Kevin Durant and what he really is and what he's all about. And then finally, segment number three for our Laker fan, George, who listens to the podcast regularly. It's Skirvin Ghost Stories. He wants to know more about the Skirvin Hotel and the fact that it's haunted. He heard the podcast from the 19th. It was the week right after Smashing Pumpkins was in town, and James Eha, their guitarist, had said that they stayed at the Skirvin. They felt moving spirits. The Knicks have said so. Metal World Peace has said so. So Skirvin Ghost Stories. Skirvin Ghost Stories. Coming up in segment number three, my name is Eric G. I am, again, your gracious and humble host. I did Oklahoma City Radio for a while, hosted a lot of Thunder Post games, the occasional pregame. I'm a credential member of the media. If you like what you hear, you can always go to LockedOnThunder.com. And I'm very excited to announce that there are some bigger things coming to the Locked On Podcast Network, which I will get to be a part of, and I cannot wait to bring those to you coming up here in the near future. Segment number one, now Paul George hanging out in Las Vegas doing the whole USA basketball deal along with Russell Westbrook as well as many other stars in the NBA. And Paul George was very complimentary of Oklahoma City. And you can't expect him to be anything else but complimentary of the city. He agreed to stay here and it looks like he's going to be in OKC for a while and he wants to help the Thunder win. Yay, Thunder, yay, Oklahoma City. So that part, not... A real shock at all. And before we get to his quotes, here's what I'm going to say about what Paul George did by staying in Oklahoma City. He is he is opening the door for other free agents to check this place out, which you already knew, because there was always a knock about, do you want to come to Oklahoma? It doesn't have that great a nightlife. Paul George sort of dispels that in a lot of his comments. And there's a certain type of player you can go for. And one of my good friends, Anthony Fogel, always said the type of player you need to go for is the guy that doesn't necessarily give a damn about the afterlife or a damn about the nightlife. You just need to go for the guys who want to concentrate on basketball. And certainly by his comments, Paul George is a guy that wants to concentrate on basketball. And for anybody else that wants to concentrate on basketball, Oklahoma City is a great place to come. And by all accounts, the organization is not only going to give you every opportunity to succeed, but they're going to do their best to make it comfortable while you're here. They're going to limit your access to the media, and they're going to want to take care of you so you feel like hanging around. Unless, of course, your name is Carmelo Anthony, then apparently they're not very accommodating at all, and you just got to figure it out on your own. And if you need to go someplace else, that's the way it works out. Here's the myth, though. Think about what LeBron James did for a second. LeBron James decided to go to Los Angeles because his whole deal was the afterlife, the after-basketball life. He wanted to consolidate his entire business into Los Angeles with his film production company, dealing with Nike, and every major issue that LeBron James or thing LeBron James has on his plate. He just felt like it was easier to get everybody to go down to Los Angeles because there were people already there, and it's probably the one place that all his business associates could agree on as far as this would be a great operating base. Seems like that's going to be a problem for Oklahoma City, Memphis, Milwaukee, San Antonio, as far as recruiting guys and saying, hey, afterwards you can set up your business here. But it shouldn't be. 
Because we live in a world that is more global than at any point in history. There is nobody you can't communicate with on a daily basis. As long as you have access to them via email, phone number, Skype, whatever, you can talk to anyone. And because you are rich, being a professional basketball player, and you have access to A, being able to buy lots of plane tickets, or B, a private jet that could be the owners that he's letting you use, or you could charter one, anybody in your crew, anybody that you're working with, you can fly them in for a few days. You can put them up for ho- you can put them up at hotels. So there's no reason, as convenient as it may sound, to get everyone in one concentrated area so it's more convenient for you go to, to go to one place or another. It doesn't have to be that way. And Russell Westbrook, look, I fully will tell, I will tell you right now, Russell Westbrook, when he retires, will move back to Los Angeles. I have a hard time not seeing Russell Westbrook's very young son going to high school in the Los Angeles area. I think that's just where Russell Westbrook wants to raise his family. But I also believe that Russell likes it here enough where he'll probably keep it home in Oklahoma City and he'll just go back and forth between the two. If Russell Westbrook wanted to stay and run his fashion business in Oklahoma City, even though you might think just three hours south in Dallas, there's an advantage to it, or a few hours up north in Chicago, or going to New York or whatever might fit him a little bit better. No, Russ has got the means to bring anybody to him. That's why I don't see selling Oklahoma City being a major issue to getting free agents. And I really don't see that being the major issue for any small market. The big issue, and what genuinely hurts small markets is your television contract and how much owners are willing to spend when they go into the luxury tax or get close to the repeater tax. Are they willing to pay it? And that's what we're seeing the Thunder deal with right now at this moment. Now, you want to know Paul George's quotes? Well, here it is. Quote, when I told the Pacers, uh, Pacers, let me start that over here. Rewind. When I told the Pacers that I wanted to play in Los Angeles, that was true feelings. This is what he's telling sports illustrated he said i wanted to come back home i wanted to play for my home i wanted to put on that jersey for the family and for the team that i grew up watching i wanted to carry that legacy but when i went to oklahoma i fell in love and i'm happy with the decision in four years 137 million dollars doesn't hurt and remember paul george likes fishing he likes the country he went on to say that oklahoma is beautiful and that he doesn't need the li- the nightlife That's Paul George. Is that going to be every basketball player? No. But it goes back to what we said at the beginning of the podcast or the beginning of the segment, which is getting guys who just want to concentrate on basketball, you can get them, and then you can sell them on everything else while while they're here. And to date, this so far is Sam Presti's hands-down best recruiting job. And Sam knew, get him here for a year, sell him on everything that, that, that Oklahoma City's about, and you're going to lock it down. Carmelo Anthony, let's touch on Carmelo for a second, saying that he still does not want to take on a bench role. I'm not sure what the Houston Rockets have planned for Carmelo Anthony. I do think he's going to be a starter just because Trevor Ariza's left. But Carmelo, 
as we touched on yesterday in his comments to Jamel Hill, he's coming to terms with the fact that in the new NBA, you're going to get released, you're going to get waived, you're not going to play out every contract with the team that you sign that contract with. So now Carmelo just has to get over the hump and come to terms with he's not the same player that he used to be. And no matter how bad he wants to start, it may not be in the team's best interest and it may not be in his best interest. And if the Houston Rockets, who have a legitimate shot of winning the NBA championship this year, tell you to come off the bench, then come off the bench. Even if you start part of the year and and it starts to become apparent that you can't play near as many minutes as you once thought, and we learned that here in Oklahoma City, or you just don't fit in quite as well with the team as you once thought you did, do what Mike D'Antoni says and just play the way that he wants you to play. That way, you give a team an opportunity to win a championship. And, And I disagree with Mike Greenberg, who was talking today about Carmelo Anthony not being part of a winning culture or a championship culture since he's been in the NBA. Well, you were part of Oklahoma City, and it may not have won a championship, but that's always been the goal here in Oklahoma City, or at least we think that's been the goal here in Oklahoma City. And at some point, you need to be around players that can rub off on you. I think Paul George and Russell Westbrook had to, or at least I hope they did. And if for some reason they didn't, and you're thinking to yourself, well, certainly by Carmelo's actions, these guys didn't rub off on him. Maybe James Harden, maybe Chris Paul can have that effect on Carmelo Anthony and him just getting around those guys makes him elevate his game and if not elevate his game, just become more of a team player than what we really believe he is at the moment. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Also, uh, Timotei Luwakabaro is going to play in the uh, USA-Africa game coming up and Chris Middleton's also going to play in that as well. So if you're inclined to watch that, I did want to pass that along. Uh, The game will be played August the 4th in Times Square. Um, Or actually, yeah, it's Sun Arena at Times Square in South Africa. It's 10 a.m. Central is when this will happen. Screwed that up, but if you want to see Timotei Luau-Cabarro and you want to see Chris Middleton play in the USA, or it's, it's Africa versus the world format is what it is. But if you want to see it, there's your opportunity. August 4th. 10 a.m. Central. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next, I play PR agent to one Kevin Durant. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you've missed any episodes of the Locked On Thunder podcast, you can always binge listen at LockedOnThunder.com. And if you would like to binge listen to any of the other podcasts as far as the Locked On Podcast Network goes, you can do so at LockedOnSports.com. And the Locked On Podcast Network will be expanding. I will be a part of that, and we will tell you a more, more about that in the days and weeks to come. But it does have something to do with football, hint, hint, 
And um, yeah, that's all should be here sometime in August. But I can't tell you any more than that. But there it is. There is what you there is what you need to know right now from Locked On Thunder and the Locked On Thunder podcast. Time for me to play PR person to Kevin Durant because it's never too late to do the right thing. And I know you listening are a Thunder fan. I'm a Thunder fan. The last thing we want to do is make Kevin Durant look good. But if Kevin Durant really wants us to see him the way he thinks he is, then he's in desperate need of someone to tell him how to do that. Never, I, I Honestly, I've never seen an athlete that needs more hand-holding and more guidance than Kevin Durant. It really is absolutely astounding. And I'm thinking of some of the most whacked-out guys that we have come across with. Your Mike Tysons, your Meta World Peace, your... And by the way, Meta's actually a really good guy. I don't think I don't think Meta's near as crazy as we all made him out to be. Although, reserve judgment for what we're going to talk about in segment number three. But think about some of your big-time crazy athletes whom you had to worry about when they were away from the field of play that they might hurt themselves or someone else. Kevin Durant doesn't fall into that category, but Kevin Durant has no clue how to make his image, present his image in a way that's suitable to him. He's saying that the media is making him look crazy. Well, bro, you're the one with all the the bur- all the burner accounts. You're the one who can't not defend yourself on Twitter. You're the one that went on CJ McCollum's podcast and you had to respond to his tweet. And the first thing that I would do if I was Kevin Durant's handlers, if I was his PR guy, is I would get him a one-on-one with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Because those guys just DNF. And Kevin Durant, you've got a DNF. We're going to cancel all your social media accounts. No Facebook, no Twitter, no burner accounts, no Instagram, nothing. Even if that makes you feel like you cannot be in contact with your fans anymore and it prevents you from doing some things like you did here in Oklahoma City where you were using social media to to give away pairs of your new shoes when they were released, all that's off the table now. Because you are going to go from good guy Kevin Durant to Kevin Durant that just doesn't care what anyone thinks about him. You're not necessarily a bad guy because you can't handle playing the bad guy role. You just got to not care. And by not care, that means anytime you are with the media, anytime a tough question is thrown your way, you've got to be evasive, you got to fire back, you got to act agitated, and you got to realize that when you do that, people are going to criticize you. But the more you do that, the more you're consistent with it, the way Belichick and Brady are, the more then people will come to believe it. And then you just let all your charity speak for itself. You don't go trumpet it. You write your checks to cover tuition. You build boys and girls clubs. You help people when tornadoes come. And you do it. You let your PR people publicize it. But you don't speak on it. Just put out a a written statement and call it good. And when you do that, it's that whole philosophy of less is best. And I'm not sure that just because you give to to charity, people will think any more of you. Some do, some don't. 
It, it can't, it certainly can't hurt. It doesn't help all the time, but it certainly can't hurt. But the less you say, the less you feed on, the less you give people an opportunity to respond, the more you control the narrative. And Kevin Durant's big problem is, is that he's never controlled the narrative. And a lot of it is, one, he has an issue thinking for himself, and two, it really feels like Kevin Durant gets a lot of bad advice. Doing the interview with Sports Illustrated a couple of weeks before you cut out of Oklahoma City, talking about how you grew up. Making the comments about how the people in Oklahoma City don't appreciate you now, but eventually they will see you as a pioneer. You, you can't say stuff like that. And, and that's when, if you are feeling even remotely uncertain about what you are going to say or how you're going to handle a situation, that's when you need to pick up a phone or look at the person sitting next to you and get guidance. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because you're not the first athlete to have done that. You're not the first famous person. Heck, actors and actresses do it all the time. President, The president does it. Politicians do it. You've got to put yourself in that category. I do want to quickly touch on something that uh, started last night. Did not go as viral as I wanted it, wanted it, it to. But there is something I wanted to go viral. Chuck Cheney from Thunder Digest shared a picture with me. And it was actually taken by a guy who writes for Busted Coverage. And there's this dude standing at a bar in khaki shorts. This guy's got kind of thunder blue dyed hair. And he's wearing a thunder jersey. And it's the jersey, it's what was, it used to be the traditional road jersey. This is Oklahoma City on the front. And then you've got the number on the front, number on the back of the name. Well, the number was 95. The name on the back was Bombing classless at best at absolute best because i was told by people on twitter when i tweeted this guy deserves a sever ass beating yeah it was supposed to be severe but it was severed actually i think it turned out to be a happy accident because truthfully yes i want this guy beat down so bad that his butt does fall off realistically don't get into violence let's not stoop to this guy's level but I, people tweeted at me, it's like, hey, you don't know his story, maybe he's paying tribute. If you're paying tribute, okay, at best, this was naive. Because when you see a, a jersey like that, you can't help but take it wrong. At worst, it is the most sick, twisted joke I have ever seen anybody do of this magnitude. If you're not from Oklahoma City, that the bombing is still raw. Every year in April, there's a memorial marathon, there's a memorial, and if you haven't been to the Oklahoma City bombing memorial, it is one of the most moving things you can possibly see. And the other thing that, that really just will never sit well with me about that jersey, whether it was meant to be tribute or whether it was meant to be a joke, is that unlike 9-11, this was an American turning on America. Just think about that for a second. Timothy McVeigh, born in this country, raised in this country, attacked this country. It's not funny. Not, not, not funny to me. And I did go on NBAstore.com, and yes, you can still do that jersey, but I was typing all sorts of vile things about Kevin Durant trying to order a Warriors jersey. Well, actually, not trying to war order it, just see if they'd let me to do it. And I thought of 
every name in the book I could possibly think of. And no, wouldn't let me buy it. The, the, the NBA has at least got that on lockdown. And this is something that their NBA store needs to put on lockdown as well. And um, I don't know. I hate doing this on, on the Friday podcast or on the weekend podcast. But it just wasn't, wasn't cool to me. wasn't funny. And if it's a tribute, bro, there's got to be better ways. Got to be better ways than what you did. Coming up next here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, ghost stories from the Skirvin. For our good Laker fan, we do that next on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, if you like what you hear, remember LockedOnThunder.com has all our archive podcasts and LockedOnSports.com has all the podcasts from, well, the Locked On Podcast Network. And we'll be expanding the uh, Locked On Podcast Network soon. I'm going to be a part of that, and we will tell you more as the days and the weeks go on. And that'll happen sometime in August. So our good friend George wants to know what's going on with the Skirvin Hotel. He listened to the podcast from the 19th, and James Eha from Smashing Pumpkins had come in and said that they were haunted while staying at the Skirvin. And many NBA teams, including the Lakers, have said they were haunted staying at the Skirvin. So, George, you want to know about the Skirvin? Here we go. Legend has it that the owner of the Skirvin, and his name was W.B. Skirvin, had an affair with one of the maids. No one really knows her name, but the ghost itself is called Effie. Why is there a ghost? Well, apparently... After the affair, or during the, the affair, she became pregnant. It is said by legend that she was locked in a room upstairs in the hotel. And she was never allowed to come out. And even after the birth of the child, supposedly, she was never allowed to see the light of the day. She grew depressed. The child couldn't make her happy. Nothing could make her happy. So eventually, she, with the child jumped out of a window and ever since her death she's been haunting guests at the Skirvin men guests who have been allegedly propositioned and groped by this ghost which tells me now I mean look if you're thinking about going there for your anniversary it might be kind of a a bad idea I mean unless your wife's into that thing I mean if you're a swinger then by all means then uh, maybe you can get your wife to agree to some uh, hot three-way ghost sex but uh, nevertheless I digress one of those who claims that he was groped by Effie happens to be Metal World Peace of the Los Angeles Lakers or formerly of the Los Angeles Lakers who said he was touched so much that he wants to take the ghost to court but here's the problem Meta if you like it Can it really be considered assault? Can it be considered harassment if you were bringing it on yourself? Not to joke too much in the Me Too generation, but... Meta, there is no judgment here. And if you want to get down with some freaky ghost sex, then by all means, brother, go right ahead. 
We here at the Locked On Thunder podcast fully support not only Meta World Peace's effort to participate in consenting adult ghost sex, but we also support you in participating in ghost sex. The freakier, the better, right? Well, you know, again, unless, of course, you're you're taken and, and your wife's not about that, then you might want to watch out. And, Brian, I totally agree with you. I think Lemmy and Ozzy Osbourne would make fine additions to the Oklahoma City Thunder, even if Lemmy's dead and Ozzy could never pass a drug test. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. saying have a great weekend. And remember, ELE and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.